That was a really, really good can Thanks. crack. You know what? You're gonna know why at the end of at the end of this when I do the beer reveal. Okay. You're gonna know why that can crack was good. Okay. This is a shocking heel turn for everybody out there who's interested in what I'm drinking. I'm excited. See, tastes pretty good, and people will see me drink. They'll know what it is. In fact, yeah. if I just hold it up, YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I already know Not, what it is. Yeah, that is a pivot. spoiler. Speaking yeah, of pivots, pivot. I'm actually drinking beer today, so I will have a beer too. Well, it's cheers. A special occasion. Pod. Special occasion. Cheers. I yes, put it, it in something so you can't see what it is. So you can better uh, than your you koozie. Can, yeah, and you can rate my municipal shirt. I love this color. So you know me. This is my kind of golf shirt. It it feels like it's cuddling my shoulders. Um, you and the cuddling. <laughs> you know what I realized I'm really bad at is like fine. Like what color? What color would you say this is? It's not full on pink. It's that's peach. Peach. See, I should be <laughs> I should be able to dig that up and find it. But you I you also have like this is weird that I know this, but it's just because we've been to like plenty of events together. You have like a favorite salmon golf shirt. I do. It is for I've got sure a couple. salmon. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you really, you're a big salmon guy. <laughs> I am. No, but, but like this is like. To peach. I'm pivoting to peach. It's like 58 degrees here. So it's a little like, this is like my peach. I'll wear this throughout, you know, when it gets zero degrees here. We don't care. And I will also wear my municipal shorts. Like these are becoming my lounge shorts, work shorts, Grocery store, like it's aggressive the way I'm using these, but they are multi-purpose. So yes. this is not just a shameless plug. They're changing my life. But the problem is the weather is also changing. Something's got to give. I hope it's the weather, not my shorts. Um, Is it cold where you are now? Yeah, it's the low tonight's 39. I'm wearing shorts. I just though. like can't comprehend that, but that's for a different time. I'm waiting, still waiting on my municipal package. I think it gets here today, which I was really sad that it wasn't here before we recorded. But um, municipal.com, use yes. no punts 20. Get yourself yes. some gear. Send Come us on. pics of you. Like, I honestly want people to be like, hey, look, I got municipal gear. So please send us pics of you ordering stuff. We want to see what you yeah. got, what you're trying, what you like. Um, but all right. I cannot believe we are like, we're not at the midway point. But no. we're like almost to the midway point of college football season. And it feels strange. It just feels very strange because I just don't feel like I feel like we just started. But again, so much has happened in such a short time. It feels like it's been 10 years since we started this football season also. Yeah, you got coaches getting fired pretty much weekly at this point. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, and you start to it starts to get cold by me. Right. That's like literally the thermometer tells me. Things are getting real, but like I'm putting together stories this week for BR and I'm writing like week five and I was like looking at it. I'm like, week five, Jesus, like week five. Um, yeah, the season moves fast. Enjoy every morsel of it. Um, but we are hitting our groove now and you can see it in the schedule. This is a great, this is a great week of college football games. Yeah. I don't love the gambling slate, to be honest. We'll talk Me about that. Yeah, no, we'll talk about that. I don't either. That. Yes. I was like, I don't really feel comfortable. I've and I think it's because we've been so surprised this year by a lot of teams. Like we had, what was it, week two, we had two top 10 teams lose. Then last yep. week we had two top 10 teams lose. And then, um, you know, we're looking at probably more of that happening um, because they've got Kentucky nice and high. Um, but it's just kind of crazy to me that we've had so many things happen earlier in the season that we usually wait until November for. Um, and one of those things being Oklahoma losing, we usually yeah. see that, but it's either 
you know, in the playoff or right before the playoff when they really need to not lose the most. Um, but now I think their playoff conversation is kind of over and they can focus on maybe expectations oh, you're there. in the Big 12. You're, oh, yeah, you're, I'm com- you're, you're, that's it? there. That's it. There's nothing that you can – there's no game on their schedule that says to me, like, oh, if you can continue to win by a bazillion points and everyone else, like, say – this is also assuming that, like – there's going to be two SEC teams that are very, very good. That's that's a given, okay? Yep. There's going to be one, potentially two Big Ten teams that oh look really good, okay? There's going to be potentially two Pac-12 teams that look really good. Oh I'm my jinxing God. myself. I think it's only going to be one of them. I think it's really only going to be one, and it's not wow. the one that everybody thinks. I just don't think there's room for the Big 12 this year. Notre okay. Dame made space for them, but there was no there, now there's not any space. I So... Funny, I want to go into this game too. I, before I argue, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just, it's You're so hard to, to just. Sh- okay. Well, no, but it's like, <laughs> I'm looking at the schedule. They still have to play Baylor and Oklahoma State. I don't think they're going to win all these games. I guess it's exactly. a different argument than are they out versus will they win? Now, here's the thing I watched this game, um, yeah, last week, Oklahoma lose, uh, live bet. Did a little live bet in Kansas State we with Jason, that. who's a big Nebraska fan, as everybody knows. And there was a lot of conflicting emotions going on there. <laughs> Adrian Martinez had a fabulous game. You know what? Good for him. Oh, yeah. Great for him. 234 yards passing, 148 yards rushing, and five touchdowns. Picked up like a third and 17. That was like maximum chaos. Um, Looked great. And actually, to be quite honest, totally good for him. Nebraska fans are probably like, oh, my God. Like, I think most reasonable Nebraska fans would look at him and say, like, happy for this dude. Guy got hit like a bazillion times. Didn't play great, but he's a kid and good for him. So it was like Kansas State has kind of given Oklahoma fits for years. Like, this is not necessarily an anomaly. I feel like Kansas State gives people fits, period. You know what I mean? Like, in that conference, whoever is, like, whether it be Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, whoever, Texas, yeah. no matter what, I feel like they always give somebody fits. They're, I'm trying to think of, like, another conference where there's normally a, a team that's like that. But it's really rare. But I I guess Kansas is kind of like that sometimes, and we'll get there. But I think more regularly, Kansas State is giving people fits than Kansas. Sorry. I wasn't I wasn't shocked by this. I know. I think the spread was over 10. Mm-hmm. Um it felt like a game that was like too easy to say it's going to be a problem for me to bet them yeah. before the game live. It was like, oh yeah, this team could compete. But I'm kind of with you. I wasn't shocked by it. It, it. I am a little shocked. Like this is an Oklahoma team that defensively looked really good and then really not good. Like, yeah. but but this is the thing, Paige. As a, bringing this back generally, what we saw last week, Michigan, who hadn't played anybody. You know, pushed by Maryland. Oklahoma, who hadn't really played anybody, lost. Clemson, hadn't really played anybody, could have lost, should have lost, however you want to frame it. Teams, Oklahoma State is a good example this week. It's a game that I'm struggling with. Their schedule has been terrible, and they have to play Baylor. So the moment, like, chaos is coming in college football. Like, this week, it's like, there's enough top 25 matchups where movement is undeniable. I just don't, I think outside of the top three teams, and who knows, maybe they'll infiltrate the top three teams as well. You're going to get a lot of games and weekends like this where teams inside the top 10 are just losing. Yeah. Well, and I think we've talked about this, but like preseason polls um, really overhype a lot of 
brands and logos on on football helmets and I think Oklahoma was maybe ranked a little too high so this wasn't as shocking to those of us who sort of paid attention to where we gave a more realistic idea of what their team would look like this year um so I don't think it was as shocking as like the number eight team in the country gets upset you know what I mean like I think or number were they six um Six. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's as, I'm thinking of USC. Uh, I, I don't think it's as shocking as um, people want to think, but it is about to be way more chaos than we've had in more, like we've had so much chaos now and early, but I feel like it's just going to continue throughout the season, even though we'll probably get the same end result that we always get, but it's, I like it. I love chaos. Um. On the topic of chaos, Kansas is still doing their thing. They are not ranked. I am still mad about this. Now, mm-hmm. are you are you mad about Kansas not being ranked? Because I feel like I've said this for like three pods. It's fun, it, but they're good. Like I think they're actually genuinely good. Um, I was looking at some of the uh, just player prop. Uh, Jalen Daniels, their quarterback, is 25-1 to 1 to win the Heisman behind C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, uh, Hendon Hooker, who's up to 16-1, to 1, by the way. Hello. And Stetson cool. Bennett at 18-1. to 1. He's above uh, Will Anderson, who's almost now leading the nation in sacks. Blake Corum, who's running like a bazillion yards a game. A Kansas quarterback is in this conversation. So... Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised they're not ranked. I could I could pivot from being mad to surprised. Yeah, but I also get it. Like, I think part of the reason that people want them ranked is because the expectation is so low. It's sort of like the opposite yeah. of the Oklahoma argument. Like, the expectation is so high that, you know, it's easy to to fail. And I think that the expectation for Kansas is like, wow, I can't believe they're, they're 4-0. And, like, that's great. But, again... I do think there are better football teams that are in the top 25, you know, and they, I understand that it's exciting for Kansas fans, but I don't think it's, I'm not mad. I think it's interesting that they're not there and maybe if they keep winning, that'll be exciting and they can prove that they are an overall good team and play good other good teams. But for now, I'm not like overly mad because I do think it's just people are mad because it's, Kansas and the same goes they, with like Syracuse like that expectation a, is so low yeah no but they're only a three point they're at home they're playing Iowa State who's favored against Baylor last week and they're only a three-point dog and I looked at this last night and there was a lot of people betting Kansas just like there's a lot of interest I thought about including Kansas it feels a little little square to me to put pick and I like gotta take my heart out of it uh don't bet Kansas this week. But it's only a three-point spread. I don't know what that spread would have been two months ago. Probably 20, 25. Like, it would have been huge. Maybe not that big. But it would have been big. Um. Yeah. Are there other teams that you think that are maybe underhyped? I feel like Kansas is almost moving into the overhyped because everybody really wants them. And it's great content. I get it. I totally get it. Like, I want them to do well as well. But I also... Like, know that it's just the nature of the moment for all of us as college football fans to be excited that they're, you know, winning football games. But is there a team in particular that you've observed over the first four weeks that maybe isn't getting enough hype that should be getting more hype? You know, it's an interesting question because there's a bunch I'd go. I'll say this. The one that comes to mind is Cincinnati. 
It's a little weird. We loved this team last year. The only conversation is, will they make the playoff? Won't they? They opened up the season. They lost a really tough game to Arkansas at Arkansas. They beat uh, Kennesaw State, Miami of Ohio, easily. And then they clobbered Indiana. I know this because I bet them. It was not a... Yes, they 17 covered. and a half. Trust me, I know. So, I saw it. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. So, so obviously they don't have like a marquee win, but they played an Arkansas team that I like a lot well. And like, I, I just haven't heard anything about them. Like, I just think they, they're, they've they had to replace so many key players. Like, I think they've just been solid. Like, that's an interesting one for me. What about you? Okay. So I just want to say that this completely proves my point of like, we love as college football fans to, and you're right, they are not getting enough love and hype. But it's because we hyped them up for so long and then they were good and they did yeah. what we wanted them to do. And then I was like, oh, okay, we got to find a new team that we need to advocate for and do all of that. Yeah. We love a Cinderella story. So it's so funny to me that you use that example because it's like, that's exactly the point. Like we are using that. Thanks now, for Kansas, the experience. See you yeah, later. Kansas, like, Kansas is now, Kansas getting in the top 25 has now put Cincinnati in the playoff. And put yes. a group of five in the playoffs. It, it, it's yeah, now no. our discussion. It's literally now our discussion. This is us as college football fans. That's so it's hilarious. funny that you say that. But I'm going to go with a, a power five team. I And it's not going to be a Pac-12 team. Look at me trying to change things up. I'm going to go with Penn State. I don't think – I think Penn State, you know, they're, I think, a win against Auburn, not necessarily – as big of a deal now as we maybe thought it was going to be at the time. But I will say I think it's the most complete Penn State team I've seen in a while. I hope they continue – if they're up in games, I hope they continue to push and not do um, what they usually do and play conservative. So, um, But I, I think that Penn State should be getting a little bit more love. I they, think they could shake things up in the Big Ten for sure. They have a super uh, wild three weeks coming up. I was looking at mm-hmm. this this week because I agree. I almost said Penn State too. They play at Michigan. We've talked about that game, I feel like, for at least a couple of weeks. Like, th- that being... I'm so excited for that game. The game. We'll see if Michigan gets past Iowa, just saying. Um, so they play at Michigan. Then they play Minnesota at home. Then they play Ohio State at home in three consecutive weeks. Now, that Minnesota game, that's another team that you could you could have utilized. Me, you, like, that's another team that looks pretty good. I want to see it against better opponents. The team looks... Pretty, like a pretty balanced, like a pretty, they look like a problem. Mm-hmm. So Penn State, I'll be very interested to see how they do there. At least they get two of those three at home because that is a brutal stretch of football games. Yeah. Um, this week on uh, BR, you discussed a little bit of the teams that maybe are getting too much hype. Um, was there any particular team that stood out to you that you were like, yeah, actually, that's a great point. Because um, we asked our, our users to give us who they thought was being overhyped. Were there any that like you saw and you were like, you know what, I didn't think about that before, but yep, I I do actually agree. They are getting too much love. So I'm I'm not a dick by trade. I'm I'm you know this, right? I I don't like to be negative because I don't <laughs> like when people are mad at me. It's probably not great to be in the reporter world, but I get people mad at me all the time. <laughs> I think that you could make very compelling cases that both. I'm going to contradict myself, so mm-hmm. hang on for the ride, that Michigan and Clemson are both overrated. Yes. I also have a hard time putting other teams up there. Like, it's a real, really weird thing. Now, That's here's it. the thing. Michigan, when you look at it, they have played absolutely no one other than Maryland at home, and it was a really tight game. Like, Michigan has a much worse, worse strength of schedule and overall optics than Kansas, if we're going to be honest about it. If we're going just based off of results... Kansas has a much better than Michigan. Clemson, Paige, I would argue, is kind of the same thing. Georgia Tech, that game was ugly. Furman, 
eh. Louisiana Tech was close for a half, and then they, they beat Wake Forest. Now, Wake, this is a really interesting week for this theory because Wake could be good or not. Wake is a seven-point dog to Florida State this week. Which I thought is, we'll get to it. But oh, I we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yes. Oh, yeah, we'll which do, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. you and I are, yes. yeah. It's, it's going to be a problem. I'm ready. Um, it's going to be the thing. We, so, it's too so bad I you think, have to write on Saturday because I, I think know, us the, not the, speaking on Saturday yeah, might be a better option. I just for, have for to go through a translator. Um, yeah, but so I think, I think both of those teams, I like both of those teams. I think Michigan is a lot of fun and has some really good players, but just based on what I've seen and the results, like Michigan at number four is a little crazy to me, but I'm yeah. not quite sure who exactly I'm injecting over them. It's just, you look at the results and you say, yeah, that's, that's probably not right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to chaos amongst those like four to 10 teams yeah like that i just think we're getting sure. into like that perfect rhythm of it's gonna be we're gonna find out who's who's got a little dog in them have you seen oh, that yeah one? what about you do you have any other teams i mean those are like obvious ones so that's why i feel bad like like o- it's overhyped like, teams that are like so let me go down my list because here are the other teams i'm trying to think of the other teams that were mentioned while you think so it was it was michigan somebody said ohio state which is a stupid ass argument they said Ohio State and its cupcake schedule. Like, absolutely dumb. Dumb. Like, if we're going to yeah. criticize cupcake schedules, we got to talk about everybody. Yeah. Um, pretty much, right? It yeah. was Ohio State. It was Clemson. It was USC. Uh, there was a Tennessee one in there who I think Tennessee is appropriately hyped right I now. Think, they, they look yeah. pretty good. And I'm trying to think of the last one. There was a fifth one. It wasn't Alabama. It wasn't Georgia. Maybe People Kentucky? said Georgia. It, it might have been Kentucky. That I, would be a good answer too. I by the way. I think Kentucky is probably my answer. Um, I think it's a good answer. I think we'll find out this weekend. You know what I mean? So I I definitely think Kentucky. I would also maybe I don't know. I would maybe put Oregon in there. Yeah. Just because I feel Kinda like, like it. yeah, they've just been given the benefit of the doubt a little bit because like their loss was like a good loss. Um, yeah, I don't know. And they, I mean, realistically speaking, if Washington State didn't like completely just shit the, shit bed, the bed, for lack of a better term, um, oh, they would have lost to them again. So, or lost to them. So I, yeah, I, I would say maybe Oregon. So Kentucky and Oregon would be um, my answers there. I, I think that's very fair. Let's talk players. So I love this part of the year that, you know, you, you think you're going to see who emerges. And a lot of the players that we thought would play well have actually played well. Quarterbacks, um, some have not. Tyler Van Dyke, my God, uh, not going well. What's going on the opposite side? Are there players that are not, that we need to give some some praise to, that we need to give some love to? In your eyes, guys that have like performed and you're like, yes, I enjoy watching this person a great deal. You know what? I wouldn't say I enjoy watching them play a great deal because it's a Pac-12 team and I don't usually like type other Pac-12 teams, but I'm, I'm hopping on the Washington bandwagon. Um, I'm going to go Michael Penix Jr. I think, yes. you know, it, I, I loved him. I think it was maybe his second year at Indiana. Um, I want to say. And just thought he was a really fun player to watch. But it's also nice to see Washington look good after kind of a weird stretch there. After being sort of the, like, it was either Oregon or Washington. And really, Washington took control of 
of the Pac-12 for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that team looks really good. Again, I, I want them to play a little bit more football before I'm like fully on that bandwagon. But I think Michael Penix Jr. would be um, somebody that I think is not really getting enough love. It's definitely because he plays in the Pac-12 and for Washington. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with, with Michael Penix Jr. on that one. I will stick with quarterbacks, and I'm really interested this week um, to see what he does. Now, here's the problem. Will Rogers plays in a Mike Leach offense. So naturally he's going to have really good numbers, but mm-hmm. I, he, I've watched some of their games. Spoiler alert. I really like them this week is 16 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's in the sec. You've got all these good quarterbacks playing. I think Mississippi state in general is kind of just flying under the radar. I know they lost to LSU, but he'll have every opportunity to throw the ball like a billion times I think it's a really bad matchup for AM. I think that's a guy that's played well. He's good. He's just like, you know what you're getting. And yes, the system certainly helps him. And yet, everything I see of him, every time I watch him play, I feel like he's doing some really good things. Look at us picking quarterbacks. Quarterback. Maybe we'll pick, I know. It's so boring. Maybe we'll, I know. Maybe we'll, we'll um, next week look at a different position and make us pick a different position every week so that we're not... You know, just hyping the the offensive guys. Um, well, I do love, by the way, because I, I, I was going to go this route. A little teaser, a little teaser. The running backs that are leading the nation in rushing. I find this fascinating. What do we got? They play at Illinois, Minnesota, and Marshall. Those are your leading rushers in terms of yardage. Uh, our guy Braylon Allen, not far behind, by the way. But those are your leading rushers. So it, the the game is changing. For sure. Like you see that and you're like, yep, yep, yep. That makes some sense. But I am with you. We should give a unique position, a little, little glow every week because otherwise I'll probably just keep picking quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Um, it's, it's fun. It's easy. It's a sexy pick. Yeah, it is. It is. Now, what's not easy, I think, is hiring a football coach at Georgia Tech. Maybe not. I'm interested to get your thoughts on this. So Jeff Collins is fired. He is the latest coach to be fired. Uh, it was looking like we were going to get a Harson-Auburn thing, and then, oh my God, that Missouri fumble was horrific. I think Auburn fans were actually mad about that because they have to have their coach for another week. But Georgia Tech fires their coach. So here's the interesting part about this. Georgia Tech, I think, is one of the most interesting jobs in college football. Not best. Interesting. You you are in Atlanta, and it is a rich you are in like recruiting mania right there. You're in a yeah. great area to recruit. Obviously, you're competing. That was the good. The bad is you're competing against Georgia, who's down the road, and all the other teams in the SEC and others beyond that can go cross country and get your players. You had a special system with Paul Johnson that ran this offense that worked. It was kind of slippery and not always easy to watch, but you did it because it, you had an advantage in certain games. And you got away from that. So, A, I think Collins was doomed from the start because you built a roster to do something that you weren't going to do. That's a really hard thing to change. And, B, I just don't know where this is in the hierarchy of jobs. And, obviously, we don't know what other jobs are going to open up. But I'm curious what you think about, like, where does Georgia Tech sit in being an interesting opening? I I don't know because it's like, do you go with, you know, more of – scheme and focus and build around that one thing that again could give you an advantage or do you overhaul and really make it I don't know because you can't you can't win I mean no offense to them but it's not like they're gonna overhaul and be able to win against 
you know, really good teams, but you can win some games and be successful with focusing on certain schematic strategy. Um, I don't know. In terms of, like, I mean, this is sort of like the the ASU job, too. Like, yes. I don't know where they fall in terms of, like, what kind of coach you bring in. Do you bring in a guy that's, like, been a coordinator for a while who who deserves, like, a, a chance? Or do you bring in somebody that's, like, a successful head coach already that may be willing to jump to a place that, you know, I don't know that there's really that big of expectations, but, like, you need to at least win some games? The answer is Deion Sanders. But if you're Deion... Why Obviously, would you go there? Like, why would he go there? That's that's the yeah. Like, the, what's the draw? What is the draw? But if you can pay him a lot of money, like I. But didn't they I, have like major financial issues too? Uh, I feel every, like they did. Yes. But, I feel like but, they don't have the the money for it. And also, like Dion's not looking to go. Like, I don't. I I don't think he's looking to. I think he is eyeing like much bigger roles, like much bigger fish. Uh, I would agree as well. I'm looking up. Let's see. I'm like looking up some of the candidates being named. I love that, by the way. When we go down the list of like, who's the guy? Um, It's going to be like Bill O'Brien. He's going to be named for every job, right? Like Bill O'Brien, Dion. Um, <laughs> who who else are we going to name? It's it, We know how this is going to go. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's a really, there is Arizona state's a good comparison. It's a job that has, here you go. Here's some other ones. Deion Sanders, um, Todd Munkin, Georgia offensive coordinator. That wouldn't be bad. Actually. Uh, Jamie Chadwell from coastal Carolina. Don't hate it. But Clay Helton. I don't think he would. Clay Helton. That's actually a great choice. That would be a great choice, right? That would be a great choice. I think Clay Helton would be fantastic. I'm. We this support is a Clay Helton, Clay Helton. pod. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. We support Clay Helton, and I love that option. Now I'm not. I'm not set on anyone else. I think okay. Dion is looking for the big, the big splash, and he'll wait and be patient to get the job that he wants. Which uh, would have been Florida State, but now it may not open. Yeah, it probably no, won't I mean, open. No. Um. But or maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If if they think they can get him, you never know. They could push people out. They've done it before. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel bad saying this, but like, I'm going to anyway, oh boy. like it's not, it doesn't do anything for me. Like that's not a job the that job? I would, <laughs> just the job. Job. Yeah. Like I, I don't like if I'm the offensive coordinator at Georgia, why am I leaving to take that job? Cause it'll probably, you know, triple your salary. That's but, about it. Maybe. But again, like if you wait a year, there's other jobs, much bigger jobs that'll open up that you will definitely be I, a candidate for. I, I, You're right. I think the ACC, like you can win some games there. Like you can actually, you know, as we're seeing right now, like the league is a little bit of a, in this odd like, turnover can you phase. Georgia Tech, can you? Uh, it's good. Well, this is the problem. I think it's going to take, I think it takes a lot. Like it's a good recruiting area that with the right coach, you could probably land some players. But, but. It, but I mean, if it's a good recruiting area, don't you think most of those kids are going to Georgia or Alabama? Yes. yes. So, like, but is it actually better to be in that a, area? It's it, you still have access to kids that probably are going to go under the radar because the top end talent is so high. But to okay. your point, the top end talent is not going to Georgia Tech. There ain't yeah. like Calvin. But you, you know, also have to be able to like scout that out and mm-hmm. 
it no, takes you, more than just you trying to fit players into your certain system or I just I've always I you know it's like when Iowa opens up when that job opens up at some point it will god I hope at some point I don't know that it will well it's not <laughs> better not go to his son um but at some point like you need to see the value of that job like we've never seen it like in my collegiate fandom lifetime like what is what is an Iowa generate so like Arizona State, Georgia Tech, Auburn's going to open up, right? Auburn is going to open up. Auburn is still a pretty good job. I don't know what other big jobs are going to open up. Do you think Dion would go to Auburn? Maybe. There's a lot of bullshit that you got to deal with there. Like, the fan base is down bad. That job, I, like, I don't know if Dion wants to be playing Nick Saban every year at the, at the end of every year. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I. But in the in the age of NIL and, and player empowerment and recruitment, I'm saying Dion's a guy. Dion's gonna be listed at every job that opens. Try to think what other marquee jobs like we've had some turnover the last couple of years. It feels like this you year don't a lot think of the you marquee would take the Arizona ones, State job, right? No. But if you had a booster show up and say, Hey Dion, here's nine and a half million dollars over you know, seven years, I think that could change the discussion. There's a lot of infractions, and I think people are going to be, the NCAA is going to be looking at them a lot, so he doesn't want that either. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll bet. Bet. Thanks for the intel on that one. Well, that's just public knowledge just, that they had those problems. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, just saying, yeah. if I was Dion, I would you speak know, it into existence. You know, that's all. I know he didn't pay that kid to come play for him, but. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy, like, I mean, they're good, by the way. They are yeah. good. They, his son is good. They have the. One of the best corners in the country. Like, I actually really, really want the Dion thing is going to be a lot of fun. I, this is not the last time we will talk about that. All right, let's talk yeah. week five. Now, I'm a little angry at I, I, you and I have a doc of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we, we take pretty good turns on this on who, who fills it out first. You were very heavy early last couple of weeks. I've gotten it, I've tried to sneak in there ahead of schedule, but you got, you got to it first. Thank you by the way. Now, in the doc for the week five preview, the first thing, it's a great week of college football. There are so many top 25 games, like lots of good things. It is how bad is Michigan-Iowa going to be? <laughs> um, I was supposed to go to this game. Okay. I'm not going. Uh, which is Save probably for the best. The, misery. the point spread, it was at 10 and a half. Which, you know, um, preseason, it's at 11 now. The total is 42 and a half. Um, it's probably not going to be great. Now, here's the thing. Iowa has, I believe, the number one defense in the country. It's legit. The Iowa defense is really, really good. Mm -hmm. Last week, I hit the total that over Iowa Rutgers, but Iowa had to do two, you know, the Iowa thing, two defensive touchdowns. Um, unless Iowa does that again, I don't know if they're going to keep this within the spread it's probably not going to be it's probably not going to be great i just what don't you know want that it's going to be what i yeah oh. i wanted you to say it just isn't going to be a good football game overall which that's sort of what i'm expecting it's probably going to be gross but i don't know like it's just a iowa's a tough place to play kinnick is a tough place to play michigan was not great last week but i don't know how iowa scores that's the <laughs> That's, that's the, the problem. No, that's I, I honestly, real problem that's, here. 
That's the issue. What's the the over under on it? It's forty two and a half, which feels this feels like Michigan twenty seven, Iowa ten. Nine. That's what this game feels. Nine. Running. Yeah, just three <laughs> field goals or a touchdown and a safety. I like it. Yes. Either way, you can get <laughs> you can get that puzzle together. Yeah, I I kind of like the under. I don't think I put that in picks and pints, but I I don't know. I might. I might, I but then I'm gonna force myself to watch how terrible this football game. Not that I won't, because Don't I want to know. I want to know if Michigan is good against like a good defense, but we'll we'll find out. Um, yeah. What else do we have going on? I wasn't trying to be a troll. I just like genuinely no. was like, I don't know if that game's gonna be good. Um, Ole Miss Kentucky also a game that I'm just like not sure. I'm with you on this game. I have not. I've watched every team. Um, the spread in this is seven. I can honestly say I have not seen a ton of Ole Miss this year, though. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't feel I, confident enough in picking Ole Miss to cover. And if because, we're going to shit on people's teams not doing stuff, by the way, they beat Troy 28-10, Central Arkansas 59-3, at Georgia Tech 42-0. Okay, whatever. And then Tulsa 35-27. So, yeah, that last game was a little bit, like, it was tight. Like, that's not great. Jackson Dart has been good, but not superb. Um, I I just don't think Kentucky can keep in this game. Jackson Jackson Dart's uh, ESPN picture, by the way. That's a guy named Jackson Dart right there. Like, that is a guy named Jackson Flippin' Dart. Um. So, oh, yeah, like, what I, this is some shit. I tried to look up the Kentucky football schedule and I clicked Kentucky schedule and the basketball schedule came up. That's what I've been doing with Kansas disres- for weeks. Disrespectful. Like, we, we, weeks. I have that. No. Disrespectful. Um, no. Um, now Kentucky beat Florida. Okay. Um, so I. Okay. But the, both these teams um, kind of fucked around last week. Uh, Kentucky yeah. like, hung with Northern Illinois. That wasn't great either. Yeah. I am really curious to see how this game goes because I was I thought for some reason that Kentucky played um, Tennessee not this week but next week but they still have a few weeks until they play them and so I was like I could see them maybe overlooking Ole Miss and like focusing more on that game because that's going to be a great game um, but I I don't know I like I, the fact that Ole Miss gave up that many points kind of makes me nervous to pick them to I I also think I lo- this is we like Lane Kiffin but Mr Stoops is a great coach. Yes. So in a game like this, seven feels like a lot. I want absolutely no part to do with this game from a gambling standpoint. I like I this is my problem this week. I'm like gun shy on a lot. I am gun shy on this game. Without was it a doubt. Arkansas Ole Miss last year that was like that really crazy? Yes. That's Arkansas what I feel like this might. This yeah, might I could see it. That. Total like, in this. What what time is that game at? Hold on. What's the total too? Nine. Oh yeah, yeah. This is gonna be. It's an early game. 54 is the total. I could see this going over. Really? Yeah, I could see it well, going yeah, over. Well, yeah, defensively, don't miss, no. All I, right. I could see it going over. Um, so that game, I think, is going to tell us a lot because I think everybody's kind of trying to figure out if, if either of those teams is really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, I'm glad you put this game down there. Utah versus Oregon State. So if you're an Oregon State fan. Um, oh, no, that's fine. Sorry, I was looking at point spreads. I didn't see what happened. I just heard a clamor. <laughs> Classic. Like a, 
Yeah. Um, I'm bowling a china shop over here. C- c- clamor is a great word. Underutilized word. So, <laughs> Oregon State. If you're an Oregon State fan, you challenge USC. You limited them, what, to 17 points? I think you're happy and you're also pissed off because you really let one get away. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you you delivered the formula to beat USC. Um, like, they're the, there's the blueprint. But I think now um, they're a double-digit dog in this game. I I don't know what to do here either. Like I'm supposed to, this is a college football podcast. We're supposed to like pretend like we know what we're talking about. The line is 10 and a half. You know, Utah obviously losing to Florida suboptimal since then. What have we learned about Utah? We know, we think that we thought they were going to be good. They beaten Southern Utah, San Diego State who sucks and Arizona State who sucks. So yeah. The the spread says to me, bet Utah, but I'm also hesitant because I think Oregon State is constantly a pain in the ass to everybody. I sort of think that that Oregon State-USC game was a little bit of a trap in the sense of I don't know that Oregon State is going to be able to keep up with Utah. I. It's also going on the road is brutal. This is where Utah normally shines. Yeah. You know, like I, they don't, and their coach does not show any mercy for anyone. So he will drive up the score. Kind of needs to at this point as well. Yeah. So I think, I think this one could get ugly and I would feel bad for Oregon State fans because I think people will definitely have hope. Um, But yeah, I don't, I wouldn't touch this game if I were (laughs) better. I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling Utah-y the more I talk Mm -hmm. through it, but I don't know. I mean, I'm going to. Oregon State's been good to me this year. Like I'm, I'm probably gonna, yeah. I'm probably gonna sit out. I uh, normally, when I like over try and overcorrect my bets, because obviously I bet against them last week, and that sucked because really it was it was within reach. Um, yeah, I usually try and overcorrect and pick the other team, and that burned me when I picked Baylor. So you know, I'm just gonna stick to not betting on teams that I lost on the following week. And I like that down bad ink. Yeah, just do not. Yeah, do not do that. Down do not bag, try and overcorrect it. bad incorporated. Yeah, I'm the CEO currently. Don't so. worry. Don't worry. I have something that will cheer you up. Maybe Alabama, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So spread is the like odds make. Yeah, this this exactly. <laughs> the, the odds here are Jesus. How many Alabama teams are there? Seventeen and a half is the spread. It's at Arkansas. The total is sixty. So Arkansas really screwed up that game last week. We need to talk about that. Also, the ball hitting the top of the goalpost, like a doinktacular. That was like, like doink sadness. Normally doinks are fun. That was that's sad. That's true. It's like it that should make a, sad. a like if you hit the top of a goalpost, it should be like a car horn. Like, oh, like it should do something radical. Like, like, you know, or like Woody the Woodpecker sound. Like. Can you give us that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Like it should do. It's pretty bad. I feel like I can do better. Woody, with, 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 hold on. Ah, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, no, I can't. That's can't. I I feel like I I with my kids. I they don't know who Woody the Woodpecker Pecker is because it's like peep shit for old people. Uh, but I've done it before, and I feel like it was a lot better than that. Um, 
But what were you it even doesn't talking about? Sh- I'm uh, doing. Um, there we go. There we go. There we go. I'm sorry. I like Arkansas, Alabama. Somehow, <laughs> I am going to promote that if you hit the top of the goalpost, like a million dollars should fall out of the roof. Sky, How's yeah. that? Just that, all over onto the field. I so Arkansas so lost. It count. Honestly, it should it sh- count. Should count. You should get four points. It should count too. I agree with that. Like you, <laughs> it crossed the start of the goal. Like I was like, like uh, that's not real. Um, okay, also, that so just killed my bet. So that hurt as well. Yes, but but also beyond that, that fumble return that A and M had was like a cartoon. Like A and M, well, we'll talk about them. But Arkansas, I, they are tough. They are good. They have a great quarterback. Alabama feels like they're figuring some shit out. Now they're figuring out against teams that are not very good, but all of a sudden Willie Anderson is accumulating stacks. All of a sudden Alabama wide receivers look like they're figuring it out too. Hey, they were kind of put in this position and I want to see it against better teams. But I think this little run of Bama was what ULM and Vandy. Um, uh, I think it was good for Bama. I think it was very good. I think it will be good for them here. Yeah. I am nervous for KJ Jefferson because Will Anderson said that he just views people showing up, other teams showing up on the field and saying, like, the audacity that they have to show up on the field against them, (laughs) um, which is hilarious, first of all. Uh, And second, like, oh, no, I think he takes this as a very serious um, challenge because, I mean, KJ is great. So I think this is something where he's like, hey, I'm going to show where my talent is. This could be be bad news bears for for that – Offensive line having to deal with that guy. Will Anderson, by the way, who started off a little slow, sixth in tackles for loss, and he's fifth in sacks in college football. Like, yeah, this is I, KJ. He all like he takes a lot of hits. Yeah, he's like willing he, to. He's willing to, and I mean, how many games he in the last year? Yeah, like how many games in the last year is he like limping? Like it's it's he's awesome. He is really good. good. He's really good. It's fun to watch him, but he puts himself in these, you know, not so great positions. This probably isn't the game or the team to do it against. Yeah. I don't have this game in my picks and pints other than um, the spread says it's probably not going to go great. Now, Alabama was a three touchdown favorite over Texas. That didn't go great for Alabama. I do think it's going to be a little bit different. I, again, the, the, the shit teams that Alabama played, no offense, Vandy came at the right times. I really, I really think that. Yeah, you and I were on the phone yesterday, though, and we were talking um, just about stuff in general, and I was like, I don't know how people bet, you know, Alabama plus whatever, or minus whatever, like huge point spreads, and I was like, first of all, clown, you were the one that picked them minus 20 versus Texas, like, get it together. Um, so I was humbled very quickly, but 17 and a half feels like a, a safe bet, but I don't know. I, Shit's been weird. I'm not going to th- do it. I'm not going to do it. Not using my heart and saying, you know. No, but you, tied. you, I'm a little spoiler. You, you do have a, you have an opinion in this. Yes. Okay, I like it, and I have opinion in this game. Uh, Oklahoma State Baylor. Now, this series has been very good to us, not us, gambling wise. I think it actually has been bad to be gambling wise, but football wise, they played two games last year. Both games uh, were defensive struggles. Both defenses were really good. So. You know, if I'm going to shit on Michigan and Clemson, which I kind of did for not having beaten anybody, we should probably talk about Oklahoma State, right? Yeah. Probably should. They've played Central Michigan. They allowed 44 points. 
Arizona State, and Arkansas Pine Bluff, and they had a bye. Now they play Baylor, and I thought I, – I had Iowa State last week against Baylor. I thought Baylor played a really good game. Like, I lost that bet. Baylor, Dave Aranda – I won that bet. Yeah, that was a good win. I kind of am tired of betting against Dave Aranda, although I won against him with BYU a couple of weeks ago, but they're, they're yeah, game. So I I'm – on a side here – the only my only opinion is I don't think we're going to get the kind of games we got last year, which is maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert. But I struggle with this because Baylor has played BYU and Iowa State, and you would think that's a lot more than what Oklahoma State. But like Spencer Sanders is good. This line is only two, by the way, at Baylor, which is interesting. So Who's Baylor's favorite? Baylor's favored by two um, at home. So you consider three three and a half points for home. Oklahoma State would probably be favored on a neutral field. It's pretty damn close. What I do know is when these two teams play, it seems like it's very competitive, whether it's last year's teams or this year's team. So I am all about this football game. Me too. I think it's going to be really fun. But I I sort of am like very comfortable saying that I think Baylor wins this. I am Are you betting I, against? I, no, I'm not betting against, but I do have an opinion. Okay. Um, I don't know on the side. I <laughs> know. I don't know on the side. Like, I, I don't know. On, I have a total bet but i don't know on yeah. the team like spencer sanders by the way played horrible in the big 12 championship game and oklahoma state almost still won i don't i need to look up his numbers because i mean it was rough four interceptions yeah let's see if i could call this offhand oh so baylor won 21 to 16 hello under spencer sanders <laughs> hello, under. 257 yards four interceptions no touchdowns, and they missed the playoff by a foot. I wonder if Oklahoma State is pissed off about that. I wonder if it even matters. They'll probably but, put bulletin board stuff up there, but I don't know yeah. if it even if it even works. Um, a game we don't have. I don't think either of us have money on. I think there's one we'll skip over that we do. Um, is Clemson NC State? Yeah. I think this is the game that we learned the most this week because. We have said that Clemson hasn't played anybody and almost lost a wake. Like you said, should have lost a wake, really, in my opinion. Yep. Um, NC State was, like, the number one team in the offseason to hype. Everyone was like, NC State, I mean, returning guys, like, all everything seemed to align for them. And maybe they haven't lived up to that hype quite yet, but this could be a win where you sort of establish some chaos for the rest of us. Maybe not something that directly helps them um, in terms of playoff, but I do think this could be kind of fun. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, again, so it's an interesting, there's a lot of interesting things here. The, the point spread six and a half. The total is 39 and a half. That's interesting what? to me. It's low because Clemson just won a football game 51 to 45. Yeah. DJ played to be fair, it went to overtime, but two overtimes. Two overtimes, that's true. But DJ just played the best, probably football game of his life, at least collegiate life, or since since his freshman year. Uh, five touchdowns, 371 yards passing. Will Shipley, by the way, is amazing at running back. Did you see that play from the one yard? Like, that's some, that was some shit. I don't know how he scored. That was beautiful. I So what DJ do we get, right? Like, this is the yep. simple thing. I don't. Trust that we're going to get that DJ. I don't really trust NC State either. So I'm wondering which one we get. Yeah, I mean, with DJ, this is a, would be a good moment to prove the haters wrong in the sense that, like, 
one of the main issues with him is consistency. Like, we know he's talented. Yes. There's no question about it that he has the talent. But it's consistency that's been his problem. So if yes. you come, come off a a good win in the sense of, you know, you were under pressure and, and needed to make plays, and he did, um, and then you take on a another, you know, good team in your conference and make a statement, like, all for it. Is this game at NC State or at Clemson? It's at Clemson. Okay. It's at Clemson. Did you Honestly, see, I, wait I, a minute. I don't know if this was last week or the week before, but did you see that video of Dabo coming down the hill? Yeah, he was running. He's absolutely sprinting. I feel like, honestly, it's just like Davo just wants to run down that goddamn hill. Like, and if they're, he would be like, everybody walk, I'm going to run down this goddamn hill. Yeah, or, he's like, everybody stay behind me. Make stay me look stay fast. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, he puts everything into that. He really does, which, you know, good for him. Can I, can I rant a little bit about the Davo coaching tree? Um, yeah. Jeff Scott, USF, not great. Like Jeff Scott, really nice guy. Venables, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Virginia thing going on as well with Elliot not looking good. Like it's, I know we got a ways to go, but like, ew, yeah, ew, ew. I mean, I, Venables will be fine. I think Venables truly will be fine. He will but. be fine. That wasn't like a bad, I, that Kansas State loss to me is not a bad loss, but I, I will say, you know, cause I have to do this. This is like an obligatory comment for me. Is that like, it's funny that people wanted to anoint, anoint him the next Nick Saban and yet his coaching. Ooh, Venables. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Jesus. Jesus, I'm sorry. Ooh, I gotta gather <laughs> You're myself. Like Paige, you almost came through the computer. Jesus, um, I know. <laughs> no, Davo. Yeah, Davo, 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 Davo. Um, um, and yet the coaching tree not really as successful. So let's just keep that. Um, onwards to picks and pints. Look at right. that, Miller, Miller Light. Just a good old fashioned. I want people to know out there that sometimes, yes, I'm a snooty IPA drinker. I love me mm-hmm. some IPA, but I'm fine. Sometimes with a good old fashioned, b- delicious goddamn domestic can of Miller Lite. I love domestic beers. I what are you drinking, by the way? Okay. You are drinking. I am drinking a beer, which is rare. I usually, I actually, I don't know that I've had beer on this podcast. At I don't all. think you have. So this we is had big. The, one night. You and I drank a bottle of wine each. Probably the weirdest episode of No Punts Allowed. <laughs> if you have not, if you're new here and you have not listened to that episode of No Punts Allowed, the holiday special, I believe. Go uh, yeah. find it because it is oh great content. And we did each, I think, drink a whole bottle of wine, which is very yeah. impressive. I think there was like maybe a, like this much left in mine. It was like an hour and thirty eight minutes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like, shut up, you guys. Just, guys, um, stop talking. So it is not October yet, but it's almost October. Oh boy. Which means it is pumpkin spice season. I don't particularly love pumpkin pie, but I love pumpkin spice things. I love pumpkin spice lattes. I am not just saying that to be fit in with the basic bitches of the world. I really do enjoy pumpkin spice. Well, at Trader Joe's, I bought everything that is pumpkin. And by the way, follow me on TikTok for my um, pumpkin Trader Joe's review. Okay. Because I bought literally everything that had pumpkin on it. But I am drinking their pumpkin ale. It's called, wait for it, Howling Gourds. Oh, <laughs> I love wow. A, I wow. love a good pun. Um, um, and it's a it's a pumpkin ale, 7% alcohol. Um, it's, it's actually really good. It's a little bit more like pumpkin spice. It, there's a lot more spice to it. But I actually like it. I didn't, I did not expect to like it at all. But Howling Gourds. So you're, you are in the window where... Pumpkin things are allowed. Where I lose it is like when, um, you know, it's early September and we're t- and we're doing pumpkins. 
it is okay, the end of the we'll month. We'll get to that rant. We'll get to that rant on random shit we like to talk about after picks and pints. But but yeah, I, but, I'm, but I do like actually. But I am more of a fall. I like fall beers. Sam Sam Adams actually has a good fall beer. Like there's good fall beers. Pumpkin to me, I don't mind pumpkin pie. There's uh, <laughs> as a beer, it's fine. I'm not anti pumpkin beer, but I'm it, yeah. I'm not like, I don't know jumping up and down either. I don't know what this spoof is on but my brother actually just showed me a spoof of like sam adams pumpkin beer being like taste tested in boston and like it's it's a comedy spoof and i have to find it but it's really funny and you saying that made me kind of laugh that you picked that of all the the fall beers but yeah i actually do enjoy it so this is good if you're in the bay area and go to trader joe's the howling gourds that's a great name for a beer it is. That's excellent. All right. Um, picks and pints. Picks Let's and pints. See where, we're, so, where are we similar? Let's start with our... Now, oh. now hold on a sec. Hold on. So we got to talk about still how we're doing gambling-wise. We we're not talking records here. But, Paige, I'm on a goddamn heater. What's the opposite of a heater? Yeah, the cooler. You could be my cooler. Yeah, you could be my cooler here. That I don't want you to be, but don't. Don't say that. Don't cool... Don't... 14 and 5 the last two weeks. So I want to keep that going. Okay, collectively as a pod, we're doing fine. Right? Yes. Collectively as a pod, we are doing well. What? But where, is you, where are you at emotionally as a gambler? Uh, you mean overall? Yes. Like record? No, no, I no. Mean, I, I mean, so, so when you go into games... You mean like mental like, so state... Your mental state, yes. Um, my mental state is okay. Let's not get so um invested. I'm also looking at maybe not picking spreads and maybe just going with overall scores and overs and unders. Um, I'm adjusting. I'm adjusting. I would say I am. I'm not down as bad as I was last week or the first week, but I'm. I'm going to be cautious and a little bit more mindful of the teams that I'm betting on and focus more on being realistic and not going for overall value. I think that was my problem before is I was trying to really hit on some good value. And now I'm just like, okay, how about just be reasonable with what you're picking and actually believe in it and not just want the value of those picks, if that makes sense. It does make sense. All right. I love it because I go through this like five times a year in the football season and I try not to change the way I'm doing it. I got to be honest, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm doing well and it's actually screwing me up because I'm like, oh my God, we want to keep this going. That's not the way to gamble either. So with that being said, we are not, I feel like we've, I feel like the juju has been a little off because I feel like we've been going against one another also more than we usually do on this, which is not intentional. We do these separate, and then we compare the picks here. So yes. we have one game that we're going... We have games that we're um, involved in, but not head-to-head. But we have one game we're head-to-head to each other. That's Wake Forest versus Florida State. You are... Wake's one of your teams. So I don't yeah. want... This is not... This is a business decision for me. But you like Wake, and obviously you like him here. Yes. Because I also don't think that, I mean, I get the Florida State LSU thing now is a little bit better, but I in seen more as quality, but I, I still buy in more on Wake than I do on the Florida State bandwagon. 
I'm I'm kind of like Florida State is good. They got a good quarterback. When they're not banged up, they're playing well. I know that LSU game was really weird. I like what I see from Florida State. I'm I'm just more intrigued by this line. This is a wild point spread. And Seven. it's a bit of a gut it's a bit of a gut check. Yeah, for sure because Wake is no joke. Hartman um we talk about players that maybe should get more love. Hartman is one of those guys. Like yeah, I was trying I mean, not to to hype him yeah. up more than I already did because he gets enough no, he, on this podcast. But so he's, so all right, he's so our podcast is quarterback. So we're going we're going head to head here. Let's go games that we have teams in that, but we're um. So so I see another one here that you like a total in the A and M Mississippi State game, and I have a side. So what is your total? Are you going over or under? Uh, I'm going over 45. I like it. I think that's going to happen. And I like Mississippi State. Three and a half point favorite over A&M. You do? I do. I don't think A&M is that good. I don't either. I mean, I want A&M to lose, but I, if I bet against A&M, they win. So like that's Mississippi State won, won this game last year. And that is not a way, by the way, to justify betting. Say, oh, they won this game last year. Like a lot of things have changed. But they won it kind of ugly. It was like 26-22. It was on the road. This is home. That A&M game was both a physical and emotional. Like, I think that's going to carry over. So, ultimately, I think I like Mississippi. I, if I had to pick my favorite bet of mine this week, it's a tough card. This is probably it. Mississippi State minus 3.5 versus Texas A&M. That's your lock of locks? That's my lock of locks, which okay. is dangerous. But, yes, that would be my lock of locks. All right, so what else do you like? Um... So this one, I don't, this is actually probably the ugliest bet that I've ever made. Oh boy. And I'm, I almost like don't want to make this and probably shouldn't have made this bet, but Indiana plus four and a half versus Nebraska. I'm sorry, Jason. I, I think I just want this to happen. I don't know that this is a good life choice. I think there's great value on this, obviously, but I also think it's like realistic, like it's unrealistic, realistic, if that makes sense. It doesn't, but you know what I mean. I do. I I I had Cincinnati against Indiana last week. And do you remember when Indiana was good for like three months? That was so fun. I have a shirt. Shout out Homefield. Um I have a shirt that says LEO. Yeah. Because I love their head coach. But I this is just a bad it's gonna be a bad football game, period. It's gonna be a bad game. But I think it'll be a field goal game. I don't think it'll be more than that. So I um, Indiana actually was in the game with Cincinnati for a while, and then it kind of got bad. Um, I have no idea what to do with this football game. Exactly. That's I what have, I mean. I it's have, so I bad that no you might as well take the value and just wait it out. Like, that's really what I'm going with here is, like, the rest of my picks feel like very safe picks. Um, and this, I need, I always need something that's a little bit of an adrenaline rush and a little bit of a stupid pick every week. I have a, I have a gross football pick for you, and that's Boise State. <laughs> Minus six and a half versus San Diego State. Now, if I'm going to shit on Indiana for once again, once being good, how about Boise State losing to UTEP? Their quarterback transferred like after the game. Talk about down bad. Like you lose your starting quarterback. But I think ultimately San Diego State is not nearly the same team that they were last year at all. And Boise State to me still offensively is going to be good enough. It's at home. This is another weird line. Um, their backup QB, who I have not seen, but Talon Green is his name. He's six foot five. He can run. He ran for a hundred yards in their opener. This is the backup QB angle. How do you like that? That's you talk about going down the 
I don't know what the success rate of betting on a team that their starting quarterback transfers midweek. I don't know if that's a good thing, but we're going to ride that one out. I like it. It's kind of ugly. It is very ugly. It's gross. Um, I, another ugly-ish pick. Wow, I just tend to do this to myself. West Virginia and Texas under 62. I don't this know. This is, this is not my finest moment. You're, you're doing the thing again where you get your under over, your, your page know. versus page. Where Should you I do change that. it? Should I no, just no, make, no, 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 no. Should I? I no, because I'll be so pissed at you if I change it. Yes, I know. That's what you I mean. <laughs> but, but He's like, I don't gonna... want to deal with that. But. I shouldn't have said it. Now you're going to be pissed either way. This is the problem. I hate when I do this. Do you think that I should? Do you think that that game's really going to go over 62? Um, no. It's not a bad bet. It's not a bad pick. It's just Why? It's because there's nothing else to pick this week that makes sense. That's the problem oh, with this slate. I totally agree with you there. Yeah, am, it is bad, but I I, I am don't struggling. Know. I am struggling. No, stick to it. It's going to work. Are you sure? I Yeah, now West I'm Virginia gonna... sucks. Texas might suck. It's you're good. Do Don't... they but then they just like go off and score a bajillion points? Oh, this is the one where like after the first quarter it's like oh, 17 wait. 14. Wait, wait, are, is um is Quinn Ewers back? They're kind of like yeah, they're kind of like mystery about it. So. They are mystery about it, which makes me cuz if he's back then I regret this immediately. No, you have to stick with it now. No, I no, I I I I I'm not scared. All right. Well, then, but now, I wouldn't go actually, over. Actually, this more than anything should have told you what the state of my gambling um, mindset is. I shouldn't is. have said it. I didn't help with that. Well, why you, while you figure this out, I'm going Baylor, Oklahoma State over 57. They scored less than 40 points twice last year. Both these defenses are not nearly as good as they used to be. The offenses are pretty good. I think it could be a really fun game. I Seriously, these teams just play fun football games. It's going to be like 34-31. That's what this game's going to be. Okay, I'm going to take the over in the Texas. Okay, so you're game. just you're doing the opposite of what I was like suggesting saying, no, I'm not I'm not going to parachute to another game. I'm just going to flip my opinion. I I'm just going to flip my opinion. Oh, the texts so... are going to be rolling in on Saturday. It's going to I'm going to be so upset. Down down bad incorporated. Uh Okay, but I did take an over. So there's at least one. Yes. You have the over, and then oh, you've got another under. Unless I you change it. No, I'm gonna keep the Bama Arkansas under sixty one. Um, I like which that. could be stupid. Which no, could be stupid I, again. Now like I'm that. questioning everything. No, no, don't. I no. always question that. No, but I, Blinders, I don't think. Hey, Bama, on. Bama hit their under this week of like fifty nine by like one. I think <laughs> it, it was, was sixty, and it was fifty nine three or something. Yeah, yeah, it was so close. <laughs> I just um, went that out. So, you know what? I'll see. take the under in that. I'll keep the under in that, but I'm going to take the over in the Texas-West Virginia game, which I will regret. So, it's fine. My last one is Cal plus four against Washington State. It's actually a Ooh, sort of a, a sneaky good football game. Um, and Cal's played well. They've been against Notre Dame. Yeah, it's kind of – it could have been better if Washington State won. But Washington State looks better. Cal is not bad. They lost to um, Notre Dame, but that was competitive. And then Notre Dame looked great. So I like Cal. I think Cal is a team that we just don't talk about. And again, I hate this slate. So this was the best I could come up with. Um, I hate Locks to of the week. to you, but I think Cal is really going to hurt you. This is what they're good at. This is because someone, the pain is still <laughs> very real. Bless you. 
Thank you. Oh, you mean thought, the main of thought, my thought own you were team shooting the you were but, but Washington I, State also did. So I get where I, you're coming from on that. I thought for a second you were dabbing again. Your sneeze motion is very like <laughs> like <laughs> dad jokes. I, I I get it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not polite. trying to sneeze all over my mic and spread. No, germs. but you had you had over. like a very benign sneeze. I do not. I'm like <laughs> like yeah like it's bad. It's, like it's. You had like a like, wow, that is like golf clap sneeze. Like just, yeah, it's like very average. It's like not yeah, too much. No. It's, it's not dainty, but it's no, not like, like overly. Dude. It's just like right in between. Oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> like everybody back the fuck up. Like that's my sneeze. Okay. So there's Picks and Pines. By the way, game day upset with Municipal. Yes. Uh, people have been delivering. Like what I love about this. So here's the deal. All you have to do. Use the hashtag game day upset. Um, we're sending this out every single week. We want you to pick a game. It's got to be a point spread upset. Tell us the tell us the team that you think is going to win game. The score. I feel like I've already butchered explaining this. <laughs> and use the hashtag game day upset. We have had some like I'm impressed with the depths. Now some of this I can tell you, Paige, are like people saying like jokes, but some of the jokes have come through and like come to fruition for people. But we've had three touchdown dog winners. Kudos to everybody out there getting involved and getting municipal gear because A, this stuff's amazing, and B, like there's some creativity on hand here. Yeah. Absolute, so I'm, absolute I'm, I love to behavior. see what the picks are. Um. Okay. You want me to rant about Halloween for a minute? Yeah, we're at the segment of random shit. Yes. So... just want to talk about... So my house right now, um, I I like the holidays. Mm-hmm. I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. Halloween has grown on me with kids. I was never a huge Halloween fan. Um, but I I like it now. My kids love it. That's fine. I need to take a picture of my house, what it looks like. It is a fucking, like, it's not even a haunted house. It's like a winter one layer. Like, it's like a Halloween Christmas house. Um, okay. There's a skeleton, but here's the highlight page. In the front, on my stoop, there's a skeleton. My kids put a Mets hat on his head, and it's very much me. It's a dead Mets fan, which yep. is what I am like. So my my wife has said, "Oh, everybody's everybody's got their decorations out." Like, and I'm looking up and down the street, and like no one's house looks like this at all. Mind you, it is what September twenty eighth. Today? Yes. And this was about, this was six days ago, five days ago. So we are, um, if this is the way it's going to be, the November 1st, Christmas way, lights are going, college going up. Playoff. Yes. Okay. Ranking. Then maybe not that day because we got, we're going to have work <laughs> to do. Christmas lights are going up. Like it's on. I am all for November being the start of Christmas. I... Nice. Don't think that 25 days is enough days to celebrate Christmas or even the, you know, what, 30 something you get after Thanksgiving. I love Christmas so much. And I, we were actually, what's funny about this is we were talking before we went live for our AP poll live in the BR app on Sundays. Yes. Channel Watch, Plug. please share. Um, we were discussing, you were saying this, that your house was being decorated and I don't particularly love Halloween. And I think it's because my birthday is October 21st. And it's so close to my birthday. And, like, most kids who have birthdays in in um, 
in October usually have like Halloween parties and like I am not a Halloween gal. It's not my thing. I do love a theme, but I don't like costume parties. Just like simply a costume party. Like it has to be a themed costume party. That makes oh boy. Sense. Yeah, and I get it actually. Yeah, so it's not like a Halloween costume party. Um, so I'm not the biggest of fans of Halloween, but I do really love pumpkin. And I, I'm big on like decorating for like fall. Like I'll start decorating for fall now. Cause that can last a long time. I don't like having to decorate for like a very short amount of time. Fall plays until like, like until November first, Decem- and then you yes. switch to Christmas. Well, and then but it's you Christmas could from November fall, 1st fall to could even three fall could even play longer to that. You could if you wanted to. Fall mm. could be you could go through Thanksgiving for fall. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, you can't start earlier. But like, but me, also I live- no, I'm I'm on. You and I are on the same page here. Christmas yes. is like November, November one, like Christmas music. I yep. I actually listened to a Christmas song the other day. Not even gonna lie to you, oh puts boy, me in a better ready. mood. Christmas I'm so music? ready. I love Christmas, but I'm not. Re- I'm not willing to skip over my birthday though. I do really like my birthday, so. And I like that you're you're. I won't call it Halloween animosity, but it's Halloween friction. Um, <laughs> is because your birthday is like right in the crosshairs of Halloween. Yeah. It's fair. I don't. Want, fair. I don't want to share my birthday with Halloween. I think that's fair. You're like a. It's like what my kids say when they have they have fall birthdays and winter birthdays. They're like, Mm-mm, don't believe. They best believe. Presents are coming for each one. Let's yeah. separate these things out. Yeah, Dad. it's like it's like kids who are born on Christmas probably don't love that, you know? Yeah. I, those are the ones you get, like, gifts for. I think Halloween, too, is, like, something people, like, really celebrate. Like, you go out and do an activity. Yes. And I think for, like, the other holidays, it's not as bad. I do really, in terms of holiday rankings, I do really love Valentine's Day, which is weird. Mm. Hate New Year's hate new year's not a fan of new year's either it's become, like a wor- it's become our work yeah it's yeah become- yeah it's and i love that i have an excuse not to go out because i just yeah. don't want to I agree. um fourth of july excellent holiday agreed excellent holiday day drinking are we holiday. doing a next week we should do a holiday power rankings yeah i mean i i have very 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 like strong takes on holidays all right next week holiday <laughs> power rankings. Shit. yeah holiday power yeah rankings. i like that that's actually i want to give that some thought I think I already have mine, but I'm going to save it as a teaser because everyone's so excited for my holiday power rank. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to spoil it this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Especially um, people that made it this far in the episode, but... Yeah, no shit. All right, what yeah. about you? Any other random stuff? No, I think I'm good this week. Um, you know, my usual is Formula One is back this weekend, so I'm very excited about that. I'm going to be up... Here's Here's just a little insight into my life is that, like, I usually wake up between... 6.30 and 7.30 every day. Yes. During the week. On weekends, this weekend, I am waking up at 4.30 on Saturday for a Arsenal game. Mm. And uh, I think uh, the Formula One qualifying is at like 7. Then I have college football from 9 to midnight, basically. And then on Sunday, I um, am waking up for the Formula One race, which I believe is at like 6 in the morning. So... I get up earlier on weekends for sports than I do week during the week, which is just like kind of crazy. And like, I spend so much of my time just it's, I mean, I'm glad I I've said this. Like once fall reaches or football season starts, like people know not to invite me to things. And usually it's just on Saturdays, but now it's Sundays too. Then I'm like, "Uh, I'm good Um, because I'm a formula one fan and I'm up at four in the morning. I I have one more on the topic of weekend schedules. My Saturday mornings 
are chaos. I've there are four soccer games before a football game is played. It's by the time I get home and settle in, I am exhausted. I'm not playing You've the soccer games. You've had a whole day. You've had a whole oh day. Oh my god! It's like I'm screwed. The kids' sports stuff so for the rest of my life. It's I'm I'm hosed. Which is so funny because I mean this doesn't play yet, but like if I when I have kids and I live on the West Coast, like that could be an issue because like yes. events will probably be at the same time football is instead of happening before when football is. Because for me, it's I wake up one, and football is happening. It's nine a.m. is when kickoff is. So it's the one. Yes, it's the one thing that's nice is I can do all these things and then lock in. It is a. By the way, it is a really fun week of football. Like I, 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 I said that on Twitter. Like, oh, I don't love this card. Um, I really love the card. I just don't love it from a gambling perspective. Like yeah, gambling, not so fun. Football chaos, college football ish stuff. It's yes. it's great. So it should be a good week. More chaos. Yes, yeah, there's chaos regardless. And again, you mentioned it. Watch us on Sunday. Yes. VR app. It's two Eastern. Yes, two Eastern. Neither of us are in the time uh, zone that we're referencing, but two Eastern <laughs> time. Uh, watch our opinions on the AP poll. It's been a lot of fun to do that. I, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. It actually helps me reset for the week too of like talking through all the games and then talking through the positioning and then obviously looking ahead at the week we've got in front of us, which should be a good one. Yep. Um, all right. So with that, Paige, I'm Adam. We will talk to you guys next week. Uh, another beer.